To the dollar hour. Happy Thursday, everybody. Happy Thursday. Welcome to the dollar hour. I am Deontay Burton, aka Mr. Short Dollar himself. We got an awesome show planned for you guys tonight. Tonight's show, we're talking about something that I think a lot of people fall, fall I won't call it a trap, but it's a situation I think a lot of people fall into. And it's more so um, when you're in, you know, looking at the world of entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. And what we're talking about today is how some people make business look easy even when it's difficult. And the reason why I want to talk about this show today is because, you know, being in the city of Atlanta where every damn body is an entrepreneur. That's right. Um, a lot of th- a lot of times people want to start entrepreneurship and a person that's been, you know, doing businesses here and here and there my whole life. I love when people want to start a new business or do something, you know, in addition to what they might have to their job and whatever. I love seeing that. I love people being in entrepreneurship. I love teaching people, helping people with entrepreneurship. But a lot of times people start entrepreneurship uh, off the premise that they can make their, their lives easier. And I understand that there are a certain components and traits each person, when you start being an entrepreneur, uh, got to have, mm-hmm. right? And I wanted to have that discussion uh, tonight because I have a lot of people meet, you know, on my accounting business, been in business 22 years. I see the whole gamut mm-hmm. from different phases, people for the idea, starting up, uh, in business, uh, struggling in business. Losing the business, then lost the business, all you know, all the different phases I've seen over the years. And a lot of times when you, you start um, having conversation with people, try to figure out what they're doing right, what they're doing wrong, a lot of stuff really, you know, a lot of the issues come up really from misplanning. Mm-hmm. Misplanning and basing a lot of stuff off perceptions. And that's why I had that conversation tonight about those perceptions. Because again, tonight we're talking about how some people make business look easy, even when it's difficult. Because a lot of times, when people get into business, that's when they start seeing the oh, you know, I didn't know this was happening. Right. Oh man, I had to pay for this, I got to pay for that, and you know, all this other kind of stuff because the internet got everybody messed up. They do, you know, they do, they do, they got, they, do. they got everybody messed up, and you only got to do this, you only got to do that, right. and people don't know what the hell they talking about. Most you know? of the time, you know, most of the time. Yeah, but we're gonna have a good discussion tonight, guys. Remember the call in number is six seven eight seven four zero nine eight nine four. Again, the call in number is six seven eight. Uh, 678-740-9894 Before we get started, I want to say what's up to my house producer, DJ Lab What's going on, brother? Another Thursday yes, Best day of the week, right? Absolutely, absolutely <laughs> Get that short dollar got, message Got my maker's mark and my stick <laughs> We good, right, there we go Right, I Let seen me. my ex-wife today, well, shout out my son, William He had a, uh, had the uh, arts ex- uh, exhibition mm-hmm. Exhibit at, Okay uh, at his middle school, man. We'll be having some nice little uh, pieces. I'm going uh, to post them on my social media. Okay. 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 Yeah, yeah. Shout out to you, Being a creator. Yeah. Uh, I, I see my ex-wife. Now, I know she thought MF, but she didn't say MF. That's <laughs> over. Give her a clap for that She thought mother, but she didn't say mother. Give her a clap for that What up, Wilson? Sean said, what's going on? Sean Jenkins said, hey, what's up? What's up, Sean? What's going on, brother? Appreciate yeah. you tuning in. Yeah. Um, also, we'll say what's up to my other producer, Sleep 316. What's That's up, right. Reek? Always in the Th- building. Thanks for the advice, Reek. And again, tonight's show, we're talking about how some people make business look easy, even when it's difficult. Again, this is the Dollar Hour. I am Deontay Burden, a.k.a. Mr. Short Dollar himself. 
on the Mr. Show platform, we talk about business, uh, entrepreneurship, personal finance, and investing. I know right now we're streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, and Twitter. Uh, but the main hub is the Mr. Short Dollar YouTube channel. Again, that's Mr. Short Dollar on YouTube, where we have over 800 videos covering those particular, particular subjects we just talked about. Also including, we have a grant playlist with over 150 act active grants. So, regardless of what platform you are looking looking on right now, and I appreciate you tuning in, remember to go to Mr. Short Dollar on YouTube. You just go put in Mr. Short Dollar in, uh, on Google. You'll see this big head of mine pop up. Go to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to the channel and take advantage of all the great information that we currently have on the channel uh -huh. and all the good information we have coming down the pipe. Uh, Slick, do that. Uh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you out, Deanna. Do that uh, number and, and title again. It won't let me pin it for some reason. So just do it for me one more time. Let me see if it's, it's me or whatever. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, yeah um, I got it working this, uh, this week on the Instagram. I got it on the, uh, the TikTok, too. Yeah, guys, remember, feel free to call in 678 Seven four zero nine eight nine four. Again, we're talking about how some people make business look easy, even when it's when it's difficult. And what I was just starting on before we talking about people who make business look easy despite its challenges. Also possess certain traits and certain traits and qualities and skills that contribute to their success. And what we're going to discuss is some of the reasons why people may possess some of these qualities that make it look easy. Uh -huh. But as I was alluding to before, a lot of times, you know, you, you know, uh, uh, I look at different videos where you have different gurus, and I do think that. Um, people are selling certain things to people. I want to say they dreams. You know, different people got different products out there, and I won't get into who's scamming, who ain't. Right. You see different industries from, you know, be being the tax preparation business. Everybody want to sell the tax preparation business. That's right. And I got my own course. Well, I just pretty much I I just teach you the brick and mortar, how to structure it out, build mm -hmm. it out, market it, and, and, but I don't sell dreams. Right. Right. So because I'm 22 years in the game, I know it's hard. Right. And I got my scars and stuff, but a lot of times people tell you, you can make this amount of money and all that. You can, uh -huh. but you can make it off the rip. Okay. And, um, um, you know, what was the, the hot thing? Trucking. Trucking, trucking. Uh, what's another one, Lab? Um, trade lines, getting your credit straight. Credit straight. Yeah. Uh, um, Speaking uh -huh. books. I saw somebody about Credit Straight the other day. Yeah, and, he, and all these Bentleys and stuff. I said he lying. Well, you know, <laughs> and, 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 well, 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 even with uh, like writing books, selling merchandise, everybody has different things. That, you know, people when you're looking at putting your toe in entrepreneurship, mm -hmm. different ways you can uh, um, be able to be successful. Especially if you're on your own, you just want to do your, you know, you do your landscaping. Mm -hmm. You do, you know, you want to start your little, you, you want to say little, start your food business up. Mm -hmm. um, uh, painting, electrical, whatever you want to do on the side. You know, I see what um, guilty is guilty as hell podcast said life coaching. It's the whole gamut. Mm -hmm. The thing of it is, is that what I think people fail to realize, there's any you can do anything, right? Mm -hmm. That's just like my best friend. One of my best friends is a mechanic. Mm -hmm. Like I know I can put an engine in a damn car. You know, anybody can do it. Right. But like in theory, you can. <laughs> it sounds good. Yeah. It sounds good. In but theory, we start right? thinking about certain things being at a certain. Certain torque him mm -hmm. lined up here and do it. Now it's difficult, right? So you actually go get your LLC, get your business license. You you got your logo, you got your uh, social media set up and everything like that, right? Right. But you ain't got nobody buying your shit, <laughs> and you know that's what, you, <laughs> what the hell? Hey man, yeah, not one. Hey, where you at? Not you one know, customer. You know, nobody buying your shirts. Nobody's doing this, that, and that. And then sometimes you may have an organic base. Some people are doing stuff, and then right. it, you know, because uh, uh, start off the opposite. 
Mm-hmm. You can be slammed. Everybody supporting you is cool. Everybody like your little cups, your shirts, right. or whatever. You guys, when I say little, I ain't, you know, anytime I say it in the conversation, I'm not being condescending. Right, right. But, you know, people may support you, then all of a sudden, you know, it's kind of like trendy, right? Right. And then all of a sudden, nobody ain't going to you. Mm-hmm. What we see all the times, wing shops, cigar spots, uh, uh, brunch spots food and stuff trucks. like that. Food trucks and stuff. Right. A lot of stuff kind of um, uh, trendy. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to knock nobody business and stuff like that, but we start kind of looking at how things go. Uh, our business is not sustainable. That's right? right. Right. So, and I think a lot of times people, when they look at, you know, just what's out there, they get that confused in regards to, hey, this is something I can do continuously. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that for somebody to be hesitant about starting a business. But I do want people to understand when you when we go into the world of, of, of entrepreneurship, uh, getting your business out, and then you start putting money into marketing, just say even brick and mortar, you want to get a retail space or any kind of office space. Mm-hmm. Understand everybody got every a business is just like a person; they got life expectancies. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you may transcend, where you know something may last generation and stuff. That does happen. Right. But for the most part, it depends on what you're doing. It may have a certain shelf life, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why sometimes you have to, you know, adjust what products and services that you provide because, you know, depending if, if it's kind of trendy or cyclical at that particular point, that particular point, it may not be something that lasts. And right. that's one of the conversations I have a lot of time with people, you know, mm-hmm. because they're so stuck into what they want to do, but forgetting that you're not buying your product or buying paying for your service, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of times the customer can change their mind about what they want, but people don't really think about it like that, right? Okay, I get so, you. And you could turn around and just see, because I'm mean, you myself, for example. I know all the time people come to us, you know, hey, I want to do taxes this year. Mm-hmm. I want to prepare taxes. Because they look at on like, hey, man, you can make a lot of money. You just got to put the stuff in the computer and, you know, the tax stuff come out, right? Mm-hmm. But they ain't understanding, like, you know, I have a system, structure. Right. We're doing marketing. We're doing advertising and all right. this kind of stuff. And once you start wanting to do taxes, what people find out very quickly is what? The people, you may know a lot of people, you may be very popular, but they don't want you to know their personal business. Right. And you looking like I got this big family, I got all these friends, but you know, hey, your friend don't want you to know they, they personal they, they business. They income right. and stuff. Right. So now you're like, well, I'm still, you know, they, they, they support you. Right. But it's not a supportive for our business, but it's supportive verbal, hey, man, how you doing this, that, and that. And a lot of folk can't understand that. Right. Okay, I get right? what you're saying. I same thing with restaurants, same thing with clothing, this, that, and that. And I think a lot of times people are not psychologically ready for those particular things, for right? Those, yeah. And so that's why I say sometimes when you see people that actually having success, cause I know people say all the time, well, man, Poochie doing this, he can do that. Right. Uh, I, I know I can do it. It's, you ain't Poochie. Right. Right? What, what we say when we talk about these podcasts we say, how they get 17, 20,000 people to tune in? You know what I'm saying? While they live. What what they doing that we not doing? And we always think that they're, they, they're making it look easy. But after we went through it, it's a process. It's a process. And uh, it can be several things. Uh-huh. It could be that, you know, and, and, and probably one of the most obvious that people don't never see. Man, they're putting in a lot of damn work. Right. Outside of the... 30 minutes to an hour on the podcast. Right. You know, they may be spending hours in doing it. Other thing might be putting money in marketing. Right. Putting money in promotions. Right. Um, you find out real quick, a lot of it got less to do with the amount of damn equipment you got. And, you know, <laughs> shit, you got to right. be, and plus you got to be interesting. Right. You know, that I, I think a lot of people just don't get that part. Yeah, I think and, people get fooled with the equipment part, but go ahead, I'm sorry. That, plus, and, I, and, 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 and I understand the long haul. You know, I, you know, you know, I'm a big proponent of going to, you know, groups and masterminds, but it's kind of thought process. What are you going to do for two or three years that you, do you love something 
enough to do for two or three years without any without getting paid for it. Right. You know, with everything. And you know, shoot, what is what were we in by year five or six, maybe seven? I don't even know where we are. Of, we're, in, uh, we're, in, we're in the sixth year. Yeah. Now, we might be seven of, yeah. of, of Change Your Live, or maybe six, six of, and, uh, of Mr. Short Dog. Right. And, but but uh, you talking about the first three, four years, we wouldn't get no money. <laughs> we wouldn't get no views. No, we're having fun, like we're we having yeah. now. Right. But we wouldn't get any money. Right. And I'm going to be honest with you, I can be honest, some of that money shit threw me off because now I'm worried so about you getting money, you know, kind of getting away from it being fun sometimes, right, you know. Right, But you know my ass going through that damn divorce, worry about she taking my damn money. <laughs> that ain't never fun. <laughs> Say hey to your mama while we got a second. What's up, mama? Yeah, yeah. She came in a few minutes ago, I'm so she's not late. My mama had a sale. She Poochie, I got a sale. She caught a sale on, uh, what was that, uh, uh, ribs or something, man. Uh-huh. I was just waking up earlier, man. She just really... Hammering down this cell, but I give you a call tomorrow. Tomorrow, right, tomorrow. Yeah, go get you some ribs. Yeah. <laughs> right. You want me to buy you some? And right. I'll let you know. It's right. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, Mama. But uh, but that's why we had that discussion today because again, what, what what we've talked about these actual traits that entrepreneurs need to have. But I really want people to understand business is tough. It's very tough. Business, business is tough because one of the key things I think what people on you can go to a job every day and. I understand this, everyone. It's the same thing I say to anyone, same thing I say to my children, whatever. I love working with myself, but I always tell people I work 20 hours a day. So I have to work 40 hours a week. Mm-hmm. And what people miss a lot of times, you may have success at your job, and you may do things that you probably can get paid for uh, in, a, uh, in the private sector for yourself. You probably can make, you know, get paid with doing it. The, pro- the thing of it coming in, when you have that structure being a job, a lot of stuff is in place that you got to create right. as an entrepreneur. You know, as far as your systems, uh, your whole HR stuff, you know, I ain't got no sick leave, I ain't right. got no PTO, I ain't got none of that shit. You don't work, you, you don't get, get paid. Yeah, exa- right. exactly. Right. I ain't working, I ain't getting paid. Right. Um, you know, you, you know, uh, 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 I was looking at a, a video, well, you know, when it, you, you remember the thing with Keith Lee, uh-huh. went to the restaurants in Atlanta, and a lot of times, um, I don't know if, it, I think with Candy Burris gave the, uh, the, uh, the rebuttal mm-hmm. and she's just saying like you know we have certain staffs or certain days we're going you know that's why we don't you know uh, uh i think it was certain days that they don't take walk-ins or right whatever. right i, I right. forgot exactly what it was right uh, but i understood i mean and if i'm mispronouncing if i'm misstating it wrong i apologize but it's not going to have nothing to do with my point the thing i want people to understand when i look at the comments people right. like, well, hire more people do this that and that. right that's how i know people not owners because uh-huh. you can, in theory, yeah, you can hire more people to do this and get more people to do that. Shit, y'all don't know the psychology of a damn people. <laughs> That's number one. People come in and work, quit, right. steal your shit, talk, take, you know, will be on the phone. You go in the restaurant, they over there on the phone doing <laughs> this, that, and that, flirt. I mean, dog. Like, right. And, and while you're in the whole thing of trying to make money. Or doing it, you know, and, and this is universal. We're in the business. All right. We're doing landscaping. I got a restaurant. We got, uh, uh, we doing construction. I'm in an office. You don't know how people are going to act right. when, you know, you hire. Because, like, in theory, I'm going to get more bodies to do more work and everything, and it's cool. But, man, when you, and, and it's just like in dating. Everybody going to have their best face out. Right, always. And depending, and, to and, get hired. And, and also, depending on where you are in that particular state. Uh-huh. When I'm talking about as far as with the hiring process, how much you gonna scrutinize them? Right. You're like, damn man, I got this shop going. I got, I need somebody here working. 
you might not be asking those critical questions and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And that's why I try to tell people. It's just like when you look at your target. Uh, and I'm going to do some videos on that. When you look at your target customer. Mm -hmm. for your target business, audience. This, yeah, target This is who I'm trying to get to pick my store. Because, you know, again, guys, you know, what, that's one of the key things we talk about in business. You can't just shoot the arrow in the damn forest <laughs> and just expect to hit every tree. Everybody's not going to use your service. Everybody. Right. And that's why, you know, you even have... You see those Fortune 500 companies, they put so much uh, money in research and development uh, and marketing to find out who they, they know how their customer looks, mm -hmm. right? Customer and, and that base may be wide or narrow, but they have an idea. Right. And so you got to do the same thing when you're hiring people. You know what I'm saying? When I had the salon, 17 years I had the salon, right? And I knew with that salon, I knew how my stylist had to look. Right. Because I had the they were paying for their suites. Mm -hmm. So they were the ones paying me, not the people coming in doing half. Right. But I knew in that salon I had, I, you had to be 35 mm -hmm. and up. Okay. Preferably 40 and up. Okay. Been in the business 10, 15, 20 years because I went on a major strip. Mm -hmm. So you had to have your own clientele. Right. And I kind of looked at them. They, they had to be older, don't want to be bothered. A little bit more professional. They stuff serviceable. You know, and, and everything. Well, the, the, the thing of it is, a lot of times, the professionals may come with experience, but you just kind of, I knew that I, I didn't want folks that was going to have chaos. I couldn't have lash girls. I couldn't have the glamour girls and the mm -hmm. young people in there. Not saying they were bad, but older for us chemistry and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I, that's who I marketed to. So if a young person came, I couldn't put them in my shop. Because mm -hmm. I'm going to throw the chemistry off. Okay. Right or wrong, fail, unfail. But I knew that, right? Mm -hmm. And that's why I was able to keep that shop 17 years, opening and closing myself. Right. Because... I knew what that target looked at. Mm -hmm. Same thing with my tag business. I ain't, I ain't the hook me up dude. Right. Like I'm gonna do it right. I ain't cheap. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm an accountant. You walk in my office. I got all these damn plaques on the wall. Mm -hmm. You gotta pay for that. Right. But I'm over deliver with that. Right? right. So I know. You know, if you come in there, well, how much you gonna? I don't even need to deal with you. Right. You gotta pay for you. We gotta pay for them degrees. I ain't tripping, mm -hmm. but that's how that is, right? It's not you know? H and I block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, gonna, yeah. you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna get no audit or nothing. We gonna try and make sure that don't happen well, at all. Well, and, and if you do, you gonna better catch me. You right. gonna better get no. Hey, I can't find them. Right. So all those things in place, but you you know how your customer. You know what customer you want, but you also got to know who the people you want to work for. Mm -hmm. You know them. You know what I'm saying. And that's what I think a lot of times people uh, skip over. I've been asking you how much time do you think. Uh, the regular entrepreneur uh, spends on uh, customer acquisition and, and um, find their target demographic audience. How much time do you actually think they spend on that? Hardly any. Hardly mm -hmm. any because at the end of the day, they, just, they don't know it. Mm -hmm. They don't know it. And I'm, I'm not trying to say everybody need to start a business that need to be educated or have a college degree, but you need to have some kind of education mm -hmm. in actual operations. Uh, I was talking to my man, shout out my man Block. He, uh, a cigarville out there in Smyrna. I mm -hmm. stopped by, uh, hollered him, uh, me and him chopped it up for a couple of hours last night. And one thing that he said, uh, you know, we're doing, I thought it was real cool. He just bought that place about a couple of months ago. Uh -huh. He said, man, you know, probably maybe a year. He just volunteered to work in there. Okay. And a lot of guys, you know, people know I smoke cigars. Right. A lot of guys that start cigar spots are like me. They enjoy smoking. Uh huh. But they don't know business. Okay. Inventory, pricing. Uh, staging, all that kind of stuff, marketing, and I think one one thing I think is right now that's uh, hurting those those cigar bars right now. People really think it's cool because you segregate it, but once you get into it, 
the money might not necessarily go how you want to be. Right. Now everybody doing everything. Now they got the damn artist singing. Now yeah. they got this and that and all that kind of stuff. But you know, if you got a certain, like I said, going back to that target customer, mm. target person working, you know, like you might just want to just be a chill spot. You're right. You might know that you need to open between, you know, 2 p.m. and 11 p.m. because, you know, that's once they get out of work, they're going to come to your spot, smoke a cigar, drink a little, make a mark, and have a good time. But they're going to be gone by 11 because they got to go to work tomorrow. And be prepared if they don't. Right. You know, and those kind of things are very, very important uh, with doing that. Did you um hear, I'm sorry, I meant to cut you off. Mm -hmm. Did you hear Frank Ski put his uh, video up about... Um, very insightful. Right. Yeah, very insightful. And Did you send that to me? I think, yeah, I sent that okay, to you. Okay, okay, yeah. It was very insightful. And the thing that a lot of people weren't grasping when he was talking about... And uh, what Lab was talking about, Frank Ski was a, he's a local radio DJ, but he's also been a business owner in, a, in Atlanta. He had a restaurant. He was telling about different reasons why black uh, restaurants uh, fail. A lot of them fail. But one of the key things, people in the comments like, well, didn't he have one day? But that's why he's speaking out experience. Right, right. He knows. And, and, and a lot of times when people don't necessarily, you know, have them experiences, they don't understand. And, you know, just like we just came in, mm -hmm. you and Rick were hollering at me. Uh -huh. That I look like arguing with y'all. Right. Okay, cool. You know, <laughs> right. sometimes people can't understand, like, criticism is not negative. Right. Right? right. You know what I'm saying? Even if you know somebody may be giving you criticism or words that may not be versed with a particular business. Right. You got to... Put you, you know, can't have no thin skin. Right. You know, you talking to somebody, I don't know what the hell they talking about or whatever. <laughs> right? But right. that butt, with that said, they may say out of 10 things, one thing, damn, that did make sense. Right. So you can't really just be so closed as I got it, I got it, I got it. You can't excuse. You, you have a vision, but I think a lot of times people just really don't be as versed with business. Uh -huh. Well, with doing it. You know, and uh, I'm one of those people that have been in business for years and also have had a lot of success but I also had some uh, failures too right and and you know I, I've used all them failures as a uh, teaching moments yeah well I can just tell you for like look and I am be being an accountant I I pretty much have seen all kind of industries mm -hmm. so my, you know my attitude with just seeing certain things look different with most folks like I I know stuff okay and I know you know a lot of times stuff based really the root of numbers one plus one or two. <laughs> so you getting this and you start getting all these stuff in your shop, and are you going to be able to make the money back to even pay for all that right. kind of stuff? People never get thought to it. They never get thought to it. That's mm -hmm. one of the key things, like I said, with the shop. Uh, we see, and again, we're talking about how some people make business look easy when it's difficult. Call in if you got any experience with entrepreneurship, thinking about the entrepreneurship, um, uh, aspirations or whatever. Uh, give us a call. We had a discussion again. We're talking about when people see certain things, the perception is a whole lot easier than what it is. Call in, you know, add to the conversation. 678-740-9894. What, what we got right here? I'm going to go too fast. On TikTok, Natalia said, I will support every live broadcast of yours at your account. Let me be your friend. Okay. Can we be friends? Or your supporters can be. Okay. I'm trying to. Yeah. Uh, okay. Just, Always. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, cool. Always. Yeah, thanks. Make sure there ain't no spam, lad. <laughs> <laughs> Just say always. Yeah, 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 always. Thank you, lad. <laughs> but, you know, again, when we talk about that, because that was what I was talking about the, uh, damn, lad, about losing my train of thought when I was speaking earlier about the, uh, it'll come back to me. When you buy things and you don't realize that you got to get the cost back from, you know, putting all these supplies in the shop and stuff like that, and that's how... You know, we got to get that money back. That's what you were saying last time. Wait, well, no, well, even just like with the salons, like, dog, that's what I was about to say. 
I remember when I had that salon, you know, I was right off of Old National. Mm -hmm. And you got to think about it. I don't know nothing about damn hell. Right? <laughs> but, you know, I got the tax office down the street on, on, on 85. The thing of it was, I'm seeing all these people that were versed in, you know, in the hair industry. Mm -hmm. And they're buying all, they, you know, they open up shops. They got all the bells and whistles. Right, right. All this other kind of stuff. But they not understand the math. They don't put all this you know, uh, startup costs in there. Right. It took you years to make this damn money back. Right. I had nice shit that I bought used off Craigslist. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. Got, hey, me and my son done went oh, in there. And picked it up. Painted it up. Tied up. Right, putting it, it in. Up, you know, got somebody buff it out, got it nice and neat for right. the ladies. Right. Because, right? I, like I said, again, I had older ladies that wanted nice, clean, clean, it was secure, mm -hmm. everything was serviceable. You dig what I'm saying? Right. And they were cool, right? They didn't need all them bells and whistles. Mm -hmm. But it was a reason why everybody around me, that wasn't last year or two, 17, that's say a lot, man. But I opened my shit and closed it. And not knowing nothing about hair. damn thing about hair. But I went to all the uh, seminars, uh -huh. paid to go to different mastermind groups to learn different uh, phases to, uh, as far as ownership uh -huh. and different things to do that, you know, investing in myself. And those kind of things we've been talking about, hey, we ain't got, I'm, I haven't even started talking about some of the things that people need to do. <laughs> okay. But those kind of things I think people don't uh, think about. Okay. Yeah, you know, like, true. hey, man, you know, I wanted to look this, I wanted to look that. But the math's still going to be what? The math. The math, right. You know, you can have Numbers every, don't lie. all that stuff. But damn, man, you still charging a certain price. Can you sell enough of these to make that money back? And also pay your current expenses mm -hmm. and also bring some money back to you right. so you can survive. Mm hmm. People don't do that nah, because you know why? That's a lot of math. Numbers keep you honest. Uh huh. Numbers keep you honest. Words and feel, they keep you dreaming. Mm-hmm. If people don't want to sit and look at, well, now nah, we ain't, I ain't, I don't talk to guys. Well, I wasn't trying to look about the money. It's always about the money because if you ain't making the money, you can't keep the shit open. Right. Like no. <laughs> How you gonna tell I the worry about the money later? How you gonna tell the accountant? Yeah, it's not about the money. No, man. We got to pay bills. It's always about the money. Yeah, come on now. You, you didn't know. get in this for, for you should have just been a charity if you got in it for free. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, well, Slick we, said these things are some important cause. These things are super important because when you look at Shark Tank, they want to they, they want customer acquisition and, and pricing, et cetera, stuff like that that we don't look at, that most entrepreneurs don't look at. Well, you know, I want, uh, again, guys, call in number 678 9894. 9894. Nine, nine, I apologize again. 678 740 9894. I won a couple of pitch contests when I was in college. Okay. But it, when I was in uh, grad school. But that's one of the biggest things. You got to know your numbers. Right. Because why am I going to give you money for you to make money? Mm -hmm. And you got to pay me my money back. Mm -hmm. Right? So if you're not going to make enough money to pay me back, why the hell am I going to give you money? Right. So they got to know that you know your numbers inside out. People don't spend time doing that. No. You know, when they start nah. doing that, they knee deep into it, and they paying vendors trying to keep the doors open. Mm -hmm. Now they're trying to, you know, redo this, that, and that. Right. You got to come see Short Dollar before you do all that. <laughs> so you can know exactly you how, much see that, how much of that you got to do. No, you got to see Short Dollar. <laughs> I told you, it's cheaper when I got to deliver the baby, right. and I got to do open heart surgery. <laughs> Gee, we got open that cost you. Yeah, open that checkbook up. <laughs> but, you know, we started right. thinking about a couple of things that I think when we start looking at, again, we're talking about. How some people may be in look easy when it's difficult. There are a couple of uh, common characteristics that most people have that are pretty, you know, stay even keel, make things look a whole lot simpler than, than what they are. And one of the first things is experience. You know, experienced entrepreneurs that learn from their past mistakes and successes. 
They develop a deep understanding of business of the business world, enabling them to navigate challenges more effective. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, just like anything else. Mm-hmm. Hey man, I messed up. I tried that before. Just like you know, it, you know, if that didn't work before. I wanted to do this. If that didn't work. You know, you had, you know, your, your headaches, your setbacks, and things like that. Experience is the best teacher in the world. Always. Because at the end of the day, until you try something, you're always gonna be assuming, right? Mm-hmm. So, again, everything doesn't have to be a win, a win, a win. You know, just when you feel like, okay, you got to be monetary or something like that. Some things just, you bumping your head, you learn, look, hey, bro, I, hey, I, tried. I tried that. Like me in the damn music industry. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit. Hey, man, I told you, boy, that damn studio told me, hey, look, that is not your lane. <laughs> and, but most importantly, the best story I've ever heard. But, 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 but I tell you what, most importantly, and people come to me all the time, man, you can do this, you can do that. It taught me, man, if that ain't the shit you're interested in, it's not, leave right. it alone. <laughs> you said it all the time. I don't want to do that. No, I suddenly I got familiarity with it. I got an interest with it. Cool. Uh-huh. I'm not, you know, you know, people get money. Well, I'm going to be an investor in this. You don't, If you don't even know what it, it is to be an investor, sit on the sideline, learn, learn, right. learn. Maybe go work somewhere and just get it, whatever. And then like, man, it's okay, man, maybe I can't invest in this. Mm-hmm. Because you have some kind of experience. Of dealing with it or seeing how it is and that and that'll teach you that but the people, tank always say they they always say as an investor I, I only invest in things that i'm passionate about where at the end of the day they can see how they can enhance because you're going in for money and they see when you look at shopping how they can enhance it mm-hmm. be a different you know sales channels they experience with certain industries and stuff they can actually you know they're looking at how they oh, man i see what you're doing right but if i can add to this but a lot of times when people have money in their pocket and they say, well, look, man, I want to start this up and I want to do that because you, you eat there, you mm-hmm. shop there, you got a friend doing, they seem pretty comfortable doing, let me add into it. But you don't steal no shit about it. Right. Even to set your money on fire. <laughs> Might well give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, 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 and I'm a big proponent, man. Look, don't do stuff like that, man, because, you know, Depending on where you at, you know, financially, you can really hurt relationships and mm-hmm. you know, friendships and uh family stuff because you know, you 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 thinking that, you know, I trust this person. I'm telling man, you know, what that was, shit we, we uh we, we years out of I can talk about it now. Hell twenty something thousand dollars we lost when we when we bought those houses and uh-huh. stuff. Right. And, you know, I blame myself. Cause it was a friend uh-huh. that I didn't scrutinize. I would have did something, you know. But again, that's and, and it happens. Right. And you talking about a person like me that knew better. That, right. That knew better. That knew better to do that. And uh, I, I was seventy grand in. Uh huh. But you know, I was about twenty some thousand. All us had lost. Uh huh. But shit, I ain't got no money beginning out like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what because how many zeros you got? Whatever. About ten, seven, eight years ago, maybe ten years ago. But man, that, I'm just saying. Uh, I will say this to what I what I will say, and I stick by this. Uh, the other side, I probably I would not have brought me. I would have brought like I wouldn't bring Lab in right. on something like hey dog now nah, now nah, this that now nah, nah. me and you. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't have brought. He should have brought me. That's how I feel. Right. I blame me. You know, but that's right. another story. But um, a lot of times people get into it. I want to invest and do it. You got to have experience, guys. Yeah. You gotta experience people that actually experience stuff. They see stuff differently. They know what's, you know, what they feel perceived as right or wrong, what's good or whatever, mm-hmm. and what can work. But a lot of times we get traffic confused with profits. We get traffic confused with profits. Oh yeah. Because something is busy, it's making money. Right. But it's not the case. Mm-hmm. It's just busy. 
right? Just busy. They busy, and they getting busier and busier. And uh, the 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 actual cost to to stay open and do certain things uh-huh. is greater than the revenue they making. Revenue uh-huh. may be like we look, you know, in the finance world, revenue always be like this, but the cost may be going like this. Yeah, the expenses. Because yeah. Exactly because the cost to make the product and the, and the overhead and stuff may be increasing, mm-hmm. but it's not. He's not making. That's why you see so many places that are busy. They close like, damn! I thought y'all making money, but right. they don't do any kind of price analysis, cost analysis. You gotta bring them number nerds in. <laughs> yeah. You gotta you gotta bring them in and stuff with doing that. And a lot of times, people know so much they don't want to. Right. You dig what I'm saying? So right. you gotta make sure that you have the right people in place for that. So the first one being experience. The second one, guys, and um, um, I think people really discredit this because you know it, it can be perceived the wrong way. Uh, and that's confidence. You know, confident mm. individuals are better at handling difficult situations. Their self-assuredness helps them make decisions, take risks, face challenges without being easily discouraged. And you know, I've been called it arrogant, conceited. I've been, uh, <laughs> I've been called all kinds of shit. Right? right? You know, with, with doing it. And I know I'm a genuinely good person. But a lot of times, when especially even as a black man, you show one percent of confidence, you're gonna get some kind of negative. Kind connotation of, yeah, with yeah. the with, connotation uh, with that. Yeah, exactly. And I think when you, when 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 people see that, you know, uh, a lot of their insecurities are bothered. Mm-hmm. But one of the biggest things with confidence, man, is uh, that makes me confident is that I'm knowledgeable. Right. Shit, I ain't no damn dummy. If I don't know, you know me. You know me well enough, lab. I have no problem saying right. I don't know. Right. And a lot of times, people. Don't know things, but they ain't gonna tell they, you. That. They ain't gonna tell you, and they'll be uh, hesitant. If I'm gonna deal with you, man, I need to find. I need to be engulfed with it. So when we talk, I'm not so dependent on whatever you're telling me. Right. And we can have a conversation. Well, look, man, I did some reading, dog. And I ain't, you know, the math ain't math, and uh-huh. you know, all this kind of stuff are going. And I can be confident about that, knowing certain things because uh, a lot of just, you know, you got people that just naturally, hey, I think I'm this, that, and that. Right. And that's just how they are. Right. But they ain't making no moves or shaking things. But right. When you got people that have some success and that confident people, it's because they experience, they're knowledgeable certain things, they know what's going on. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're not, uh, most of the, the person that walks across a tightrope, they confident, but they don't practice shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You know, some people are naturally uh, uh, gifted. Well, they can give speeches and they can do certain things mm-hmm. and stuff like that. They, that. That does happen. But a lot of times, you actually have done some familiarity. Well, you know, it, 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 it can um, uh, um, put confidence in you and make mm-hmm. you feel, okay, I'm more comfortable do, doing it. But a lot of times, that confident aspect, a lot of people kind of, you know, they, they are discredited. And let, me, let me ask you a question. Do you think that... Damn, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> That mind, man. It's all G. It's all G. I, it'll come back to me. It's all G. But I, I, I do think that a lot of times, uh, you do need confidence in it because again, you know, when when it, when it, when it start raining and storming, somebody got to be level headed, you know. And that was one of the biggest things, you know. They 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 really instilled in us in the military. Um, a lot of times, you know, you, when you see stuff and going in uncertainty, you gotta have that level head. You gotta mm-hmm. be even keel, and you gotta be confident. You know, my uh, um. My old platoon sergeant, uh, shout out uh, a retired command sergeant major Barnes. He did a post earlier, and man, I I used to really admire him when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, Sergeant Barnes, an asshole, this, right, that, and that. Right. But he used to be like, man, burden, man. You know, when they what he told me, he said it's a euphoria you get when everybody say my name. I know they think excellence, and I'm like, damn. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not even that, but, but 
you know, but the main reason why I be all on top of his stuff. Right. But that inspired me at what I was like 20, 19 and 20. Mm-hmm. Damn, man, you know what happened? But he was, but I mean, he was locked in on his stuff. Uh-huh. And, he, and he was very, very confident in himself. And he was confident in himself because, hey, he's going to make sure he has a standard he have. Mm-hmm. Same thing I say to my kids, so say, the standard, the standard. Right. Hey, this is how we're going to do things. Not to change. And if you keep that kind of way, um, uh, it is a certain way that people look at you. Mm-hmm. It's a certain way that you're going to force yourself to move and operate with certain things. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because you know, if I'm bad, I'm bad. Right. See, a lot of folks got confidence in everything. They said they're failing. Nobody going to listen to you. Right. But when you're a producer and you're doing certain things, people, shit, I, I can't stand Poochie, but shit. I can't hey, argue hey, with the results. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> what we say, we can argue opinions, yeah. but we can't <laughs> argue results. results. <laughs> hey, hey. How you feel, how you feel, but what you see and what you know, it is what it is. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that key thing is confidence. The second one, remember guys, tonight we're talking about how some people make business look easy when it's difficult. Um, we're just going through a, a couple characteristics that I feel people should have in regards to that. And feel free to call in, 678-740-9894. Again, 678-740-9894. The next one being, uh, make sure I ain't missing nobody's uh, comments or anything. Anybody in th- on the... On yet. Facebook, no. um, the next one being adaptability. This is no. very important. Successful business people are adaptable and can adjust their strategies and approaches based on changes market, changing market conditions, and they can embrace changes, view challenges, opportunities for growth. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes you have you can be have an obstacle in front of you, and some folks look at it like, man, this is just too much. I can't do. It. I need to stop. I, you know, just mm-hmm. I, you ever been around people? I, I I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Some folks like, damn man, shut the hell up. Let's just do it. Right. Everybody can't handle that. Mm-hmm. And then when you be in, as an entrepreneur, because so, everybody can handle making money, right. money coming right. in. Yeah, we can but everybody well. can't handle it in, oh, man, you know, uh, uh, the music stopped. Right. Uh, uh, the, uh, the bathroom ain't working. The light's flickering. Mm-hmm. Somebody called in. Mm-hmm. And some folks just I have a damn nervous breakdown. Mm-hmm. And some people are like, okay, cool. Stop. Let's call this person. Let's mm-hmm. do this. Oh, man, hey, man, we got to do double up or whatever. Uh, night and day, night same day. situation, got a different response, mm-hmm. and adaptability is very, um, uh, very uh, key when you start talking about entrepreneurship and business. And again, if you don't, I'm not saying if you don't have these qualities, you won't be successful in business. But I'm saying people that have these qualities typically make stuff look a whole lot smoother than what it is, right? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so you know uh, uh, what we say in the military all the time: adapt and overcome. Right. Stuff is gonna change. Stuff is gonna adjust. Let me ask you a question about adaptability, and this may be not on the same premise of what you're, what you're discussing, but I want to ask. Mm-hmm. Do you think some people don't adapt because they get stuck in their ways? They know what they know. Like, they know this. Like like you said, the, the, the radio went out, the toilet stopped up, and this is happening, but they don't know. That's not what they do. So they focus on what they do, and it's somebody else's problem to get those other things fixed. Uh, Even if they're the entrepreneur. Prop, 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 they might say, hey, prop, uh, store manager. Can you get this other stuff fixed? Why are they focusing on what they know? Yeah, because if you if you don't know how to be responsible to certain things, I mean, it's all gonna come back and bite you in the butt. Uh-huh. Uh, being able to adapt to different situations because the situation's still there. Right. Regardless of what you do, how you want to change, how you want to move, the situation's still there. Right? right. Right. So your your response is what's going to dictate what the, the future outcome, how everything is going to go forward. Uh-huh. So you know, the DJ didn't call. Uh-huh. Uh, Somebody called, I mean, didn't come. Uh, uh, somebody called in. The oven stopped working. The lights going out. We ran out of chicken and all this other kind of stuff. Right. Your response still got is needed. Right. You can do it in a way that can benefit you 
or you do it in a way that can hurt you. Right. It, it, you still got to do it. Right. And, you know, if you're stuck in your ways, don't know what to do or whatever, it's going to come out that way. Mm-hmm. So people have a, a rainbow of reasons why they don't uh, adjust. It's just that people that you look yourself in business adjust. know how to figure some kind of way out. Right. Hey man, but hey, hey man, run out to the grocery store, go buy some chicken. Mm-hmm. Hey, this, that, and that. Looking. Hey y'all, listen. I apologize. There, I got a response together. Proactive with everything like that. Listen, I'm sorry. Hey, listen, I'm gonna give you some complimentary. This, mm-hmm. give you a ticket, come back. Something gotta have, you know. Right. And people that you look successful, they have some kind of way to do that. Right. To you know, to make the customer you know, happy. We can't make the deadline. Listen, man. You know this shit coming. Right. I'm not coming to you. Man, listen, this, that, and that. <laughs> right. You already got a call. But those people actually know how to do things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. And um, I, yeah, some of it's inside you. Some mm-hmm. of you learn out of experience and stuff like that. But adaptability is huge. Because mm-hmm. it's not if something happens. It's, it's when. when. Right. There you go. So you just got to be ready for it. Right. And, and, and you, and it's most times stuff you're not prepared for. If COVID didn't teach us anything, it was adaptability, right? Yeah. Like, well, when we started, when we were doing podcasts, we did them on Zoom. But if that didn't teach us, teach all businesses something, adaptability should have been one of them. Well, that would been one of the things that I don't think, I think uh, COVID helped a lot of people get a lot of premature success. Mm-hmm. But now we out of COVID, you see a lot of people crumbling now. Can't retain it. Yeah, because folks, you know, think about it, dog. Shit, folks out now. I'm gonna give you one example. Mm-hmm. Zoom. Yeah. It's crumbling now. Well, well the stock the stock in Zoom oh, it's going down, but you know, they used to charge you thirty dollars to thirty dollars a month. Now they charge you five. Well, uh 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 the the demand and competition. Demand and competition. You know, we'll do that. And that's any business. Mm-hmm. Because you the number one wing spot and inspire everybody liking it, but now you got four or five more. Mm-hmm. And you really got a differentiation strategy. For people to come, like, you know, everybody got hookah. Everybody got live bands. Everybody got this, that, and everybody got brunch. Yeah. Shit. Now you damn near out there got porn girls out there, you know, <laughs> trying to get folks in. Man, this shit right. doing not to get business, man. It's right. Ridiculous. So you got to be able to adapt. You got to uh-huh. be able to adapt. And those things, people, and uh, uh, that's a trait that I think a lot of entrepreneurs or people want to be entrepreneurs don't really want to even look at. Right. Like you said to your point. This is how we're going to do it. Right. But you ain't buying your shit. And you got to... <laughs> right. You got to understand, like... Right. What, what that market wants and everything. But that's a, that's one... Uh, that's a very important one. Uh, another one, man, is key one. This is networking. You know, building a strong network of contacts provide access to valuable resources, advice, and support. Networking open doors to opportunities that can make your business operation smooth and more manageable. Man, let me tell you something, dog. And me and uh, my third boy, Chris, we was just sitting there rap riding another day rapping. And I know Christopher. Christopher's a smart kid, but he doesn't naturally. My first and my, my oldest boy and my third boy, both of them show up. They don't like talking to people. Right, right. But they got talking to people expectations. Right. And that's why I be sitting there like, <laughs> shit. You know, that's, that's why I be saying, like, you want shit to go on your life, right. but you don't want to talk to folks. Right. And... Those kind of things, understanding the network is not just people, you know, just people. You know, I think that's where, you know, me and Will B were talking about, my baby boy was talking about the other day. It's like a, it's like a, it's, 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 uh, Kevin Samuels talk about that all the time. But I, I think a lot of times that stuff, because of his delivery, it would get going over people's head. When you start looking at a, a actual network, it's almost like an asset. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you got decision makers and stuff like that, um, especially in business, you know, mm-hmm. just several different vendors, you know, people in other areas where you can actually call and get, 
you know, different restaurants in different states, you know, you can, hey, bro, let me bounce this idea off of you. What y'all yeah. doing over here, this, that, and that? Instead of a lot of times looking at folks like they competition, I don't want to say shit to them. Right. Or I feel like they're going to steal my idea. Hey, no, nah, man, let's just, you know, we we fellowshipping, you know, and, 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 and building off intel from each other. Um, uh, having certain people like, you know, politicians and stuff like that. So if you do need a, you need some kind of warning, mm-hmm. code or ordinance going to change, or if they, if things have changed, you got some kind of voice, um, having, you know, OGs and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Those kind of things are needed, man. And, and they, they will help you in your business. But if you don't know no damn body and you don't have people to bounce out, man, it's going to be tough. What old boy told Ray? So you sure you want to leave, Ray? It's cold. <laughs> right. Oh, my favorite line. It's cold out there, Ray. It's cold out there, Ray. Oh, <laughs> and you want to step out there in the woods, you don't know anybody. You f- figure, okay, I don't want to do this. Right. I do this by myself or whatever. It's hard. It's people, hard. and I think people take networking as going to events. You can network by just going to the quick trip and somebody, and you see somebody, y'all give that talk, that contact and speak to each other. That you never know who that person you speaking to may be. Man, I, I got a good friend of mine. Me and whole talk. She's very. She's a big proponent of networking. Um, uh, and, and we were just sitting there talking. Uh, with doing it, and she 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 gets it. Mm-hmm. And uh, but you know, I I I say a lot of times people don't really understand the significance of doing that mm-hmm. because depending on the setting or where you're at, people not used to doing certain things. Like you know, you know, they may uh, uh, only do it in the area that they're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, sometimes you got certain people, you know, we start talking about these trace entrepreneurs mm. everywhere. Right. There's an opportunity to network. Right. Some people get like, okay, I'm not comfortable. I don't know these folks. Or I know most people here, so I'm cool with talking to you. Mm-hmm. But some folks just like, shit, is any time I can sell my best product, mm-hmm. i.e. me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, um, um, I think the better, you know, space, and, you know, just being um, uh, black-owned business, that's, that's, that's a big thing that I, I think a lot of us don't do right and even when we do network it's more of a, a, a to me a side show instead of a networking event mm-hmm. i do this i do that i own this business i got this llc but here's the deal and this is what people i really want folks to understand we start talking about again um uh, you know people in business make things look easier it don't benefit me to know lab lab can't help me right you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Like, we cool. I know you. Right. It's the difference between, you know, people you know and your network. Right. Right? And I think a lot of times people want to sit at a certain table and say, man, we went with these folks. We were drinking. You know, you see the ladies. We mm-hmm. went to drunk mimosas. Went to this little ladies conference. If all these people, or y'all just like, can't really benefit each other. Like, that person got advertising expert, expertise. They got marketing expertise. They have financial expertise. It's like, y'all can't really work together, but all y'all just kind of like, Got different pineapple LLC, mm-hmm. strawberry LLC, <laughs> right. sugar LLC. The hell y'all gonna do for each other? <laughs> That's a fruit bowl. Guys, too, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, we all in there smoking cigars right. and all that. But it ain't shit we can do for each other. That advance and help each other's exactly, business. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And damn sustain right. each other's business. Right. It doesn't, that don't make sense. But a lot of times, people don't want to get past that whole, I'm in my comfort zone. Right. The more you put yourself, listen, people. The more you can put yourself in uncomfortable positions, mm-hmm. the better you will help yourself impact and grow. Right. Right? Right. Put yourself in uncomfortable positions. Right? The first time you rode your bike, you failed to bust your ass. Mm-hmm. You kept getting up, kept getting up, and you learn, you learn, you get more comfortable. So the more you can get around strangers and actually say, you know, let me get my pitch together. Let me do this. When I first started my tax business, uh, my delivery and what I was saying, a lot of questions people ask, 
I just wasn't prepared for. Right. But the more and more I did it, and then I went to places. And I'll be lying to you. You know, I'm looking at like 2002, 2003. I get asked some questions. I felt stupid. Right. But I wanted that money. Right. But you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I had to fix myself. Uh-huh. And I was like, man, I don't want to do that. You be uncomfortable with all this other kind of stuff. But I had to just keep doing things, put being in different rooms, uncomfortable situations, and I grew from it. Uh-huh. And a lot of times people don't want to do that. Yeah, I don't think people, I think uncomfortable situations make people, like you say, uncomfortable. But I think it's a whole aspect of, you know, having to talk to people you don't know and explaining them the business and what you do. A lot of us just don't want to do that. Like, no. I mean, I, I'm not saying it to a, as, a, as a negative uh, trait because I, I have those issues sometimes too. You know, I, I'm not going to go in a whole bunch of room with people that I don't know one person and just start talking to folks. I'm not I'm not uh, extroverted like that. Now, Slick, she don't know a slant stranger. She'll go in a room and for you know it, everybody know her name and everything, but that's just not what I do. I've never been that type of person. But I'm trying to get a little bit better at it as I go along. Well, the key is you got you got a Slick. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a Slick, you don't have a choice. You got right. to. Right, right. And that's just being real. Right. And if you don't want to do that, you can't have, again, you can't have them kind of expectations. Somebody had a comment. Yeah, uh, my name show said networking is two or more like-minded people discussing ways to further their businesses and livelihoods. Yeah, and, you know, uh, uh, that's a great example, my name show. But that's the thing about it, too, Lyle. Mm-hmm. Like, if if we can't... It's a difference between a network and people I know. Right. Like, I can know you. Right. But it's, it's uh, somebody being at a, working at a job 30 years, and they know everybody. Mm-hmm. But if they can't make a decision... Like, I don't want you to tell me, hey, man, submit your application there, and I might talk to the supervisor. Right. That ain't no network. That's somebody you know. Right. But if I know, hey, man, look, Putin sent this dude to me, man, mm-hmm. and just because of my name, my kids got that benefit because right. that's Deontay's son. Right. They know that's Deontay. They not going to – my kids don't get interviewed. Right. I'm just, you know, I'm not, and I'm being straight up. And not, that's not from a, from an arrogant standpoint because I put in so much work with having network. relationships. Right. And they know I'm standing, and they know I'm not gonna refer my kids or somebody close to me unless they solid. Right. But that was the kind. That's a network. Mm-hmm. When you got decision makers, mm-hmm. it's decision makers and participators. <laughs> participators can't really help you. They but can decision, talk to the decision makers, you, you and maybe get them to that, do something. That's your network. Right. And, and, and I think people don't want to spend enough time, especially when they go down this road of entrepreneurship, like. Shit, you know one folks that ain't benefiting you. Uh, but do you think that a lot of times entrepreneurs should uh, try to weed out? Because, you know, participators uh, act like they're decision makers. Now, we in that room, we smoking cigars, we drinking 1942 or Maker's Mark or whatever. We having a good time drinking McAllen 25. But I know I'm not, but, I know I'm nothing but a participator, but I'm going to present to you like I am. A decision maker. How do you weed those things out? Because you may be thinking you're talking to a decision maker. Experience. That's a good question. Experience is gonna teach you to know who bullshit and who ain't. Okay. I mean that's just that's just experience. Right. That's just like dating. You know what I'm saying? You you know no. that, that that experience gonna teach you that. I don't think but, nobody goes into a net goes and, and talks to somebody like man shoot I just sweep floors I can't help you nobody does that really. Well well well, well that's the thing. But it, that's why I said go experience. You gonna uh-huh. you gonna work on your pitch. Because you don't know what to say. Right. Because you can go in and try to make you seem like more glamorous than what you are. Uh-huh. And then I get to dealing with you like, hey, man, I thought your ass can handle this. Uh-huh. So you're going to learn. I mean, that's why I say you will learn. That's why you have to do it. Uh-huh. And you will learn how to 
draw draft that image of what you exactly are. Be uh-huh. it premium, uh, 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 discount, uh, average, whatever. You'll learn how to do that, but you got to get out there and do it. That makes sense. Right. You know I, what I'm saying? I think with the advent of social media, everybody's a, everybody's a decision maker on social media. You get what I'm saying? Everybody's the decision maker of that business on social media, of yeah. any business that they that they posting on social media. No, when I'm talking about decision making, I'm talking about the people that can make a decision for you. Right. They can help you right. go to another level. I mean, you selling me some shit or me putting my stuff out there. Right. I mean, no, no, no. A decision making can help me go from YouTube to ABC, NBC, uh-huh. this, that, and that, or get government. Those decision makers, those gatekeepers open that, put me at another position. That's what right. decision makers do. Participate are people that just like you, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and I ain't saying don't deal with don't deal with participators, but you got to know. And like you, like I just told you before, experience teaches you mm-hmm. how to, you know, ask certain questions. Well, look, man, I kind of threw that bone at him. He ain't really know this, that, and that. He, I don't think he had the level this, that. You might be right, you might be wrong, but experience will teach you how to kind of right. draft and ask certain things. I get what you're saying, sense. right, right. Yeah, You'll see. know the proper questions and the answers to those exactly. questions as time goes on. Exactly. You learn how to ask them. Exactly. If you're selling witches, you're going to say, hey, man, you know, I've been selling these witches for, you know, three months, and I'm trying to get the distributor. And he'd be like, well, I'm a distributor. you be like, well, how much it costs per box, per widget to get something to ship? And he'd be like, uh, let me get back there to you. you. There you, <laughs> there you thing, and experience teaches you that, and that's right. critical, though. That's very critical. Again, we're talking about you know how some people make entrepreneurship and business look easier, even when it's uh, uh, when it's quite difficult. Going through different traits and different uh, characteristics, successful entrepreneurs have that people may not necessarily think about mm-hmm. doing it. Feel free to call in if you got any questions about it, uh, or you have any you know stories you want to share about yourself. Six seven eight seven four zero nine eight nine four. Again, that's six seven eight. Seven four zero nine eight nine four, and this is a key one right here. This problem solving skills. Effective problem solvers can a- can analyze complex situations, identify key issues, and develop practical solutions. Mm-hmm. They approach challenges systematically, making difficult decisions appear more manageable. And that's why I say sometimes, man, when you just got all this big cluster mess going mm-hmm. on, hey man, let's just stop, pump the brakes, whatever. And a lot of times, people try to make decisions on the fly based off emotion mm-hmm. and want to be logical because you scared you nervous you mad you impatient you broke <laughs> and you doing things that probably wasn't wise you might, hey let me just stop mm-hmm. I always remember a key scene that oh, I love that scene on Snowfall mm-hmm. Franklin and them, I think they had uh, uh, lost the plug or something like mm-hmm. that and everybody da 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 hey y'all listen if y'all listen, if y'all got something constructive to say, I'm all ears. Mm-hmm. I'm all ears. I want y'all y'all talk. Right. But if you don't, just shut the hell up and let me figure this stuff out like I normally do. Right, right. And that's the thing about it. He just let just let me stop. Mm-hmm. That and um, uh, Peaky Blinders. Mm-hmm. When they had lost uh, uh damn what happened. I think they had got uh busted and everything. The family, right? Yeah, right. got shut down and mm-hmm. everything. And he went in the woods uh-huh. for a couple of days. One. Le- yeah, <laughs> he just went in the woods for a right. couple of days and let me do what I do mm-hmm. and, and and figure it out. And those kind of people, like I said, just problem solvers. They you know they don't fold under pressure. Right. Because everybody, yeah, let me tell you something. Everybody want to be the boss. Right. When shit going good. Right. When it ain't wrong, let me tell you something. I've been on so many boards. And hell, I'm still on some boards or seen things. Mm. When shit get rough, why well, I resign? Uh-huh. I quit. I ain't getting paid for this. Like, 
punk ass. I don't see this so many times. Rough rugged and raw. Somebody saying something to you, stuff going. You see grown as men. You know, I ain't you know mm-hmm. people quit. Uh huh. Hey man, look, this a problem. Let's right. fix it. Right. But they ain't built for it. Mm-hmm. They ain't built for it. You know what I'm saying? And that's a lot of time. When stuff get rough, people quit, run away, avoid it, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But that's one of the key traits with people that are very successful. That's they a power, that's a that a power problem solving and adaptability actually should be together. Because you have to adapt to problems. Well, the adaptability you can adjust to it uh-huh. and move. The problem solving you might got you gotta might gotta fix the shit. Okay. Because you can adapt and you know, because they took the, they take something away or they change the law. Mm-hmm. You gotta adapt and adjust. Problem solving, you just gotta fix it. It may be something you gotta fix. Okay. You might can't something you gotta adapt to, you might can't fix it. Okay. I've you know what I'm saying? What if what if you're adapting is fixing it? Well, that's that. Okay. But you know <laughs> I get what you're but, saying. But, 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 but you know, that I am gonna tell you like uh, especially things are complex mm-hmm. or it, it can be nervous and scared, especially you got a lot of things going on in addition to uh Things still working. Mm-hmm. Everybody ain't built for that. Mm-hmm. Everybody ain't built for that. That's why a lot of times people don't understand when you start getting that high level, those high level exec- executives and stuff like that, mm-hmm. uh, people trip on them where they getting all this money. They getting all this money because they know how to handle those particular things. What's up, Devo? Hey, I want to give a big shout out. Give a big shout out mm-hmm. to one of my brothers, one of my high school teammates, Devon Meyer. He just got reelected for city council. Uh, and I'll stay up. Hey, bro. That's what's up. That's what's up. You both said a good conversation, buddy. I'll be checking in soon. Boy, I'm proud of you, dog. He just got reelected Tuesday, man. Okay. And, uh, I don't know if they do city councilmen or aldermen or whatever, mm-hmm. but, man, big shout-out Devo. I'm super proud of you, man. I'm glad you checked in. Uh, but, yeah, you just got reelected Tuesday, man. Got four more years, to, man. To which city? Uh, I still. I still. That's I still. what's up. I still. See, I still. That, might, that one my high school team, baby. My dog. Uh-huh. Man, super proud of you, boy. But, um, um, I, th- I, th- I think that's one of the things I think a lot of times people really, uh, that, that problem solving, mm-hmm. people underestimate that. Because when shit hit the fan, right. you know, folk cussing and da-da-da-da-da-da-da, <laughs> hey man, just, hey. Right. Somebody got to be cool. Somebody got to be cool. Somebody got to prevail. And when you get to your, and, and, and when you got to get to that spot where you got to be cool, you might got to pump the brakes, go by yourself, do this, that, mm-hmm. and that, however you do it. You know, that ain't, you know, that you ain't got to sit here and make the decision then. But however, you got to be able to fix stuff when it go wrong. Right. right? Again, we're talking about um, um, making business look easy. Some people make business look easy when it's difficult. We're going through different characteristics. Another one, and this is a, a, a very key thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of folks, I think this is really internal. Okay. I don't necessarily know the sun you can be on. This resilience. And uh, resilient individuals bounce back from setbacks and failures. They view failures and learn experiences rather than, rather than insurmountable obstacles, allowing them to persevere and face the difficulties. And I'm going to tell you something, dog, and this, this is what I think one of the key things with success. People that are successful, I'm going to be real with you, they perceive uh, setbacks and failures totally different. Mm-hmm. Some people, when shit go wrong, they didn't get the sale, they didn't get the promotion, they didn't get the deal. Certain things that go on a certain way, you can't get their ass out of bed. Right. Quick, close the business, they complain, da, 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 da. People that are successful, it hurt them just as much. Mm-hmm. But their time to recover and get out of it is less. Is less. Mm-hmm. Much quicker. Mm-hmm. Right? Some folks like that, I mean, just, they're just traumatized. Mm-hmm. Man, they're depression, all kind of stuff. They're in a real funk. 
successful people, it hurt them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I uh, uh, um, and I, and when I think about a lot of these things, like you know, and again, I ain't just, you know, you know, I even look with myself. Right. I knew like when I was going through my divorce, certain other things happened. I, I, I got a, a gift of internalizing stuff. Not that I don't, it don't bother me. But I know I got other shit going, going on. Going on, right. And I know how to juggle down there 12 balls at a time. Mm-hmm. That's just something I always had a gift for doing that. But the, the, the actual impact of that setback or failure doesn't affect him that much. Mm-hmm. Again, that's that's what that's a key thing with a lot of successful people, especially with entrepreneurs even in business, is just that when things happen to them, it, it, it hurt them. Right. But the impact on them is not as great. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, man, it, this bothered me. But it might be 24, 48 hours. I'm back on my saddle. We problem solving, da da da, adapting, whatever. Uh-huh. But people that aren't resilient, man, I'm telling you, dog, it's like, damn, I gotta shut this shit down. <laughs> they, they, I mean, right. They go into damn drug use, alcoholism. They might beat on somebody. They, just, it's just the impact that it has uh-huh. is so much greater. And like I said, I don't necessarily know that's something you can practice on. I think that's probably one of the internal traits that you kind of you got it, you got it, you don't, you, you don't. don't, right. You can work on it because again, I, it's uh, I always tell people I can't tell a lab how to feel. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, and and, and uh, uh, when people go through stuff, I'm very mindful of that. Like, mm-hmm. man, you know, you can get over it, this, that, and that. I never ever get into conversation telling people how to feel. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you, look, the more you dwell on this shit, the, it ain't fixing. Right. That. Right. And you still got, you know, that clock, that second hand, still down ticking. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that will go with anything. You know, uh, divorce. Uh, you dealing with personal stuff, death in the family. Mm-hmm. How many of y'all walk out of a funeral? Walk out of you, you, you got all this pain, all this love. But as soon as you walk out of that damn church or funeral home, you see a busy ass world going like on. going on. They don't give a shit. Right. Traffic, honking. Y'all heard the hell up with this damn funeral line. Right. Like, shit, right. y'all hold me I'm up. Cutting you off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't give a damn. Right. They don't give a damn at all. Right. Everything's still going. And that's uh that's a key thing, that resiliency thing. A lot a lot of folks, you know, that's that's because you know people go into a lot of enthusiasm. We're gonna start this business. We're gonna do this. We're gonna sell these uh, uh, pies and cakes and this, that, and that. When shit don't go right, or uh, you know, you, you lost money on this particular idea, they devastated. Mm-hmm. Some folks like, man, let's just pivot and turn. Let's adjust. Right. Let's drop the price. Did it. Let's clear this shit out. Let's you know go back to it. We learned this. Go back to the drawing yeah, board. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. Their recovery time from the impact is totally different. Uh huh. That's a key thing. So if you do have a situation where you are one of those type of people that dwell on setbacks and failures, you might want to start reassessing. Like, hey man, maybe I don't. You might kind of stay a little bit more uh, cognizant uh-huh. of how much you dwell on those, those particular on things. Those things. You know, that's the best advice I can give you uh, uh, with doing that because. That that is that, that resiliency is huge mm-hmm. in entrepreneurship, and a lot of times you don't see that, mm-hmm. right? Right. Uh, 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 with that, another key thing is time management. Effective time management skills can help prioritize and tasks, delegate responsibilities, and stay organized. Business people who manage their time effectively can handle multiple tasks and challenges with apparent ease. Uh, we talk about this a lot of time with time management. You know, getting rid of distractions. You know, we're in a world now. There are so many. Uh, uh, systems in place to help you stay organized, you mm-hmm. know, uh, uh, Google timers, I mean, not Google map, not goddamn Google calendars, uh-huh. um, alarms, notifications, uh-huh. all this kind of stuff where you can have things in place, uh, all kind of organizers and stuff like that. You can, you, you have to be able to do that. 
the the especially in the world right now with so much social media, mm -hmm. it's easy to get on your phone. I mean, and be in there for an hour or two. Five hours or two. Right. And you look up, damn man, I don't miss most of my. What slick said, come to the mic. I'm sorry. That, that's that. I think that was me. Okay. That was me because you was already at the mic when she, and I was back here. Oh. Yeah. But, but but I think a lot of times, you know, people get caught up in that. But you got to be able to stay on task with doing it. Uh, what the hell? You know, I've shared this before. This is my week. You know, guys, you know, I've done plenty of shows in this before. Uh, you ever go to, you know, I don't have nobody in my crib. But I've talked about, <laughs> if you when you go in my crib, you see that I have. i seen it. The yearly, yeah, the yeah. yearly goals. Right, i seen the whiteboard. Then, yeah, I got the whiteboard <laughs> with, with the yearly goals. Right. And then I got the... Uh, Monthly goal, mm -hmm. and then this is the weekly. Right. So that's when uh, I talk about that. And uh, I try to stay on task with everything with that. And this is when I look at the monthly goals, I break it down. So to take care of, you know, broke down on a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. This is what I want to do this week in regards to what I had for the year, what we're going to knock out this month. Right. And these is for the, for that particular week. I do these tasks, and what if I do with the summation all that, Add up to mm -hmm. the yearly goals. Right, right. Might make it, might not make it. But this is how I stay on task with it. Mm -hmm. These are the things I know I can do. Got it segregated by priority mm -hmm. and stuff. Some stuff can roll over to the next day. But I stay on top of that. And right. I've been like this for years. People are like, man, what the hell are you doing, Poochie? Right. And they see it. But this is how I am with everything. Mm -hmm. This is how I'm able to juggle several different things. Right. But in, in, again, in the, the the age of technology that we have, there are so many products and stuff out there for people to stay on top of it. Uh -huh. Especially when we go in this world of entrepreneurship, you don't have a time clock or stuff like that. You don't have uh, a supervisor on your back. You don't have all that kind of stuff. So you got to be very, very, very disciplined right. yeah. to be able to, 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 to stay on top of stuff. Mm -hmm. You got to be able to do it because if you're not disciplined and, you, you know, the uh, uh, entrepreneurship going to be tough for you. Right. Because you ain't got, like I said again, you ain't got no performance reviews. You ain't got all. You just got your damn bank account going up and down, up and down. <laughs> and you got to be able to be, you know, if you can't do it, you got to be able to have parameters uh, or people in place that can help you. Right. I'm telling you, dog, that's what kill a lot of folks, man. They, you know, just not be able to stay on task with certain things. That's that's the key thing, man, having that those time management skills. Again, guys, tonight we're talking about how some people make business look easy when it's difficult. Uh, nobody's called in. I know your ass, you know, got questions. <laughs> always. They always come to you after. Call in, guys. 678-740-9894. Again, that's 678-740-9894. Uh, again, we're going through the whole list of things. We're we, we, we nearing the end of it. But here's another one, guys. Emotional intelligence. People with high emotional intelligence can navigate social situations, build relationships, communicate effectively. They understand their own emotions and those of others. Even the better negotiation, conflict resolutions. Mm -hmm. uh, people getting their feelings when you talk to them. Hey, you getting your feelings. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, sometimes people do you right, they do you wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, be able to keep it even keel with, it, with, with that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Some folk rude, some folk dirty. They steal mm -hmm. and all kind of stuff. Right. And you got to know how to handle it accordingly. Right. You know, uh, a, a key thing, a lot of times you look at a lot of these, uh, uh, some gangster movies, and you'll see some of them guys, like they know they deal with worlds of... Uh, Crooks dealing with each other. Right, they know. They got to have a certain way that they deal with each other because at the end of the day, they're already doing something illegal. Right. And they have to be able to deal with people that just like them, but they got to have some kind of trust and rapport with them to be able to move and adjust with certain things. Uh -huh. so that makes sense. And I think that those, you see how certain people, like I was just looking at a, a snippet from The Godfather earlier. Uh -huh. And Michael Corleone was telling the guy, like, hey, man, like he know he's dealing with a slime. Uh -huh. He, you know, he crooked too. 
but it's certain things they gotta be able to deal with because, you know, I know this guy disrespected you, mm-hmm. but can you just keep yourself cool? Cause I'm trying to make a deal Yo, with this guy. Oh yeah. Unless you get that stuff going. And that's on. his friend. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, right. It, 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 it may not even be friends, but are we really? Cause you know that this guy he he, he is very rude. He's very disrespectful. Mm-hmm. But we got this deal we're trying to make. And I'm mm-hmm. not trying to say everybody got to compromise, but in the grand scheme of things, are we gonna miss out on this? Cause you know, like you know, you seen the one on Snowfall, Franklin was getting on Leon. Yeah. He said, man, you know, I built it. You know, they played a lot. I built this brick by brick. Right, right. You don't like how they do talk to you. Right. We finna really lose this money. Oh, cause of the way he yeah, talked to you. Yeah, cool, cause, cause of that. And and and, and I, he understood why his friend was upset. Uh-huh. But the big picture, we can't miss that on that because of your feelings. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I seen a lot, man. When I got to corporate America, man, I was seeing so much. A lot of them guys weren't liking each other, but the deal was the deal. Right. That was it. They, you know, we're not. They weren't doing anything illegal. They weren't doing anything uh, unethical. But at the end of the day, the deal was the deal. Right. And you just don't want to lose sight of the big picture. Is that me? Is that, is that me? Uh, that was you probably when you were sitting back. You know, it's a, it's, no, it's a delay. I got you. Okay. A delay on Instagram. Um, you don't want to lose sight of the deal. Right. Because uh, of how somebody handling things. Right. That happened a lot, dog. And that emotional intelligence, you know, just you got to just be able to be cool. Right. Um, I, I, I will say... Because I, I've had the advantage to be able to sit on boards, mm-hmm. you know, you know, local and national boards, where I had to learn that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. listen with stuff like, man, did that just say that to me? And be able to right. put certain things aside, and you got a uh, a professional way of checking people, but you learn that out of experience. Right. But you can't always be like, hey, man, look, let go, you want to go in another room? You right. want to do this that, in a way? You know, uh, uh, kind of a certain <laughs> way. You got to let it slide sometimes. And yeah, sometimes. Yeah, again, sometimes I have a certain kind of rapport. In, in the in the in the overall in the best interest of the business or whatever the deal may be or the networking may be, you have to let it slide. You gotta uh, let it go. Uh, business owner, right? You got somebody coming your restaurant, and you tell you know like they just a, a rude ass customer. Mm-hmm. They haven't cursed you, right? They not raising saying or whatever that you really like. Okay, this is we're compromising, but they're not pleasant. Right. And you got to sit here and just still stay here. Mm-hmm. And you just want to say, man, she been riled or snap on her ass. I yeah. want to say something to her. But at the end of the day, now, like, again, if they're cursing you, they're being a threat, they're, okay. you know, making other people uncomfortable, that's different. But if they're just not pleasant, and it happens a lot. Mm-hmm. People go into places, they rude, they don't speak back, they don't say certain things. Like, look, but you got to just have emotional intelligence. Like, mm-hmm. look, I'm still getting that money. Right. You know? I ain't saying like let nobody uh, disrespect you right. or do anything like that. But again, sometimes you just gotta be the bigger person mm-hmm. to get the bigger money. Right. And 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 I think that's a a big thing to, uh when you uh, su- successful people. Like look, man, hey, we getting paid. We like I said, I ain't saying it's a difference between they cursing you, doing this, that, and that way. It's disrespectful because you know it ain't worth it then. Mm-hmm. But when we start, it's just they not pleasant mm-hmm. or doing so. And that and I'm and, and I'm, I'm using pleasant loosely. Uh, with doing it, you just got to be. And we talked about emotional intelligence, not letting your emotions match theirs, and now you don't change who you are. Right. 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 Because at the end of the day, people gonna focus less on the person that was rude and on, more on how you handle right. a certain situation. So that's right. a key thing. Because they gonna cry. They gotta come back to you again. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Another key characteristic is continuous learning. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, most successful entrepreneurs are lifelong lifelong learners. Right. And successful entrepreneurs invest in continuous learning and stay updated with industry trends, new technology, and best practices. 
This knowledge equips them to make informed decisions and adapt to market changes. Mm -hmm. And the more you know, that's I, I got to make sure I'm learning all the new tax law. I do videos all the time, and we just released a couple of videos the other day. Uh, they increased the caps for the uh, uh, the IRAs, mm -hmm. the 401ks. Those got increased. Uh, what was the other video? Well, they made changes and stuff. Those kind of things, I got to make sure I know what's going on. Right. I got to make sure I know what's happening. Uh, in regards to different things I got offered to my, my clients or insight I got to give to them. What they were able to do this last year may not be able to what they, they do, do this year. Exactly. And you got to make sure that as a business owner, you stay informed with certain things, certain products and stuff. You And that with any business. If you actually got a restaurant or whatever, what new what new technology they have? What what new ways and techniques? It can be a different way mm -hmm. uh, that uh, customers are handled, the way staff is handled. Where they manage and process and stuff, you got to stay on top of that. Right. And again, you have to. And if you're not, you got to make sure you got somebody that's going to be that person taking care. Of, they're staying abreast of it. Don't ever get comfortable, like you, you know, you just mentioned. In this world of technology, information age, you can become a dinosaur real quick. Right. And real quick. Real, real quick. Overnight. Exactly. So you got to make sure that you're investing in yourself. And lastly, guys, this is very key: leadership skills. Strong leadership qualities such as vision, communication, decision-making, enabling individuals to inspire and motivate their teams. Effective leaders can rally their employees to, uh, toward common goals, making business operations appear smoother. I'm going to tell you something, guys. Like, one big thing uh, uh, people lose in leadership is having a vision and being able to explain that vision. Mm -hmm. And you can have a certain way you do it, and I ain't saying you gotta be for friends, but folks that gotta at least understand who what the hell you mean. Right. And if you don't make it where it's clear, cause one thing about it with me, and I talk about it all the time, people say, well, you be coming and you you be coming at folks this way, you sound this way. No, I said what the hell I said. Mm -hmm. I make sure one y'all man, people know me. Uh, <laughs> it ain't no confusion. Right. Now you just don't want to you know process what or whatever. You right. know what the hell it is. Right. I said what I said. Uh -huh. And, 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 I, and I, I think I do a very good job of saying it. You might not like it, right. but you have to be able to relay your vision, what you want people to, uh, to do, mm -hmm. your expectations, uh, and, and all that stuff. It need to be crystal clear and not leave people in a situation where they're, well, he ain't say this, maybe they, they're, no, they're you need assuming. to. Exactly. Right. Assume. We don't want no damn assumptions. Yeah. We want you knowing. Mm -hmm. And when you're a leader, you have to be able to do that. That's a key thing with leaders. And not just give people orders and give people rules, be able to explain to them how they can accomplish those rules mm -hmm. under different circumstances. Right. That's a key thing. Because what I say and what I tell you to do, may lab may have to do it a different way because he's doing something. The next person may have a, have a different way. You got to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. You may not have all the answers, but you got to be, be able to do what? Take your ass time to figure it out yourself, be able to do it. Because you don't want people thinking all kind of ways or misinformed because they're going to still going to the end customer. Right, right. right. So you got to be able to do that. And I think a lot of time with leadership, people don't. Uh, a lot of people not good leaders. They, they don't. They want to be in charge. Yeah. Because like I say again, that's a key thing that communication. I have my vision, and I have to make sure that my vision is understood by the people that got to uh, 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 put it out. You yeah. know, when we're in the military, you got officers do the strategic. Piece mm -hmm. and NCOs and you know uh, enlisted, mm -hmm. they carry them out. But they got to be clear, right? 
Because if it's not clear, we're not going to be able to carry out. Right. You're like, nah, that's not what I want. If this is what you say. They bridge on the right side, but they meant the left. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, 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 no. Or you want me to get in the damn middle. Right. No, you say it left. You say it right. <laughs> you have to be able to do that. Right. And, be, and again, be able to give them a pathway to accomplish that. You right. got to be able to do that. That's what leaders do. Mm-hmm. That's what leaders do. And, I, and, and communication is key. Mm-hmm. Not hollering. I told y'all to clean this up. I told y'all this, that, and that. Now, my cleaning up and your cleaning up may be totally different. Right, two different cleaning up. I might be on some damn, I got to see a, a clear picture of my face in the flow. Mm-hmm. Yours might be mopping up. The, and it's decent, mm-hmm. but it ain't to my standard. Okay. You got to be able to do that. Like I say the standard, standard. And that's what effective leaders do. They be able to communicate those particular things, right? Mm-hmm. It's important to note that some individuals may make business look easy and they often face challenges and setbacks behind the scenes. What sets them apart is their ability to handle difficulties with grace, resilience, and determination. Mm-hmm. So, guys, if you have, you know, uh, if you ever want to go down that road of entrepreneurship, again, I love it. I love it uh, with doing it. But you got to be realistic about how you are, your you your are. pros, your your cons, what you. Uh, don't do well, what you are not going to do under any circumstance, and, and be realistic about the impact they can have on your business or your journey in entrepreneurship. Right. And so, you know, I appreciate everybody tuned in and stuff like that. Remember, guys, most important, if you came in the middle of the show or at the end, go to Mr. Short Doll on YouTube. You can check this whole video out in its whole entirety. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and leave a comment there. You guys know you live by 24, 48 hours. Uh, either get back and respond in the comments or questions that you guys may have. But go to Mr. Short All on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, and check the video out. If you just came, if you missed a good chunk of it, you just came in. But again, a nice show. We talked about how some people make business look easy, even when it's difficult. I hope you guys um, uh, like the information and, you know, kind of look at yourselves in regard to some of the things we talked about that you may be doing or you may not be doing, things you maybe have to add to yourself or you need to work on personally. Um, you know, to be successful. Mm-hmm. And, and if you ever need any further coaching or anything like that, feel free. I got all the contact information in the, the description section of the videos. Uh, I know everything that's, fam- that's streaming on Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, and YouTube. You know, as far as you want to call the office, book an appointment, get some coaching, that's cool. But we also got, remember, we got over 800 videos on the YouTube channel that go over some of this exact information mm-hmm. uh, for free uh, that you have at your disposal. You about to say like uh, y'all do know this is a podcast And if y'all can't watch the podcast As you're driving to work or driving home You can listen to Mr. Short Dollar And Change Your Lives On Pandora, Spotify Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud Mixcloud uh, Where else? Tune in uh, iHeartRadio Yeah, iHeartRadio uh, everywhere you get your podcast listening on the listening part, the audio part, you can do that with Mr. Short Dollar and Changing Lives. So yeah, check it out. Uh, don't just think you gotta watch it; you can listen too. Anyway, <laughs> thanks, brother. I appreciate that. Right. Well, listen, guys. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. Love you all. We'll be back next week with Changing Lives. Uh, next week, not. No, we got next Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, we got next Thanksgiving. Okay. Yeah, next yeah. week we be here. Yeah, we got another great show planned for you next week. We'll change the lives. But again, thanks for all the love and support. Appreciate you guys tuning in. And uh, talk with you soon. Take care.
Thank you.